And now you know the rest of the story. Good day. No, wait, no, not good day. Don't hang up. Is this the intro? Yeah, that'll, that'll the be the pre-C. The, intro. <laughs> mm-hmm. the what? Uh, the pre-C. Pre-C? Yeah. Is that a French <laughs> yes. thing? Indeed it is. <laughs> French fries. If I can find that, I'll put it in. Uh, uh, she, she, um, who is it? Uh, oh, shoot. What's her name? Who? Uh, French fries, French bread. Oh, I don't uh, remember her name. I, um, isn't she the one from True Grit? Or no? Oh, no. I don't know. She'd no, be, I can't remember. She'd be, you know, 30 years older. Well, 25. Yeah, yeah that, that worked. But I can't remember if that was her, if, I remember for her, if I'm remembering that actress from some other role. Now, in honor of our special guest, I've created Dinner Mondu. First, we have French fries. And... French dressing and French bread <laughs> and to drink, ta-da, Peru. <laughs> when David Ogden Stiers as the perplexed father, I like it. I like that role for him. He was, yeah. I thought he was really good as the dad in that, and and yeah, uh, he's one of my. <laughs> joys upon rewatching, just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very put upon but you know <laughs> he's burdened with a crazy family <laughs> yeah <It> really is. <laughs> he's, he's the only he's the only sort of typical person <laughs> in his yeah, entire family it would seem so plus neighbors <laughs> yeah. until you count, except for the exchange student um, uh well the crotchety old guy on the other side mm. so that's been <laughs> better off dead talk <laughs> uh, without introducing it well we might as well start talking about that uh, okay the heck it wasn't on the list but uh, <laughs> you and i discovered better off dead on videotape i believe it i think uh, it was I, I don't know did you see it in the theater i don't think so i think we just yeah. found it one day and said huh this looks yeah. funny yeah and it was so funny that we watched it many times <laughs> yeah i think uh, my friends and i latched onto it we watched it once or twice rented it once or twice and then mm-hmm. i said hey how about this thing it's amazing yeah a friend of mine from arizona work he knew of it you know when we <laughs> met it was like um, 10 years ago and uh, he knew all about it. it was one of his favorites nice. too so yeah well yeah that's rare mm-hmm. <laughs> less so because john cusack's career took off but still um, mm-hmm. <laughs> among the lesser known for sure yeah everybody d- knows him from say anything yeah. pose uh, boombox over the head pose right that's one of my favorites uh, gross point blank mm-hmm. is another I have both I was those. surprised I was surprised at gross point blank I, I think I remembered mm-hmm. uh, when the trailers came out I said oh I kind of want to see that mm-hmm. um, and then I never did and I saw it eventually later when it came on to on cable or something mm-hmm. um, you know years later it was way different I think they kind of <laughs> promoted it like comedy sure yeah uh it was definitely not a comedy i mean black comedy it is, it is that yeah yeah definitely but not not like they promoted it kind of a teen uh, like a i feel like they marketed it like a teen romp but it's you know post teen mm-hmm. yeah the 10 year reunion coming back it's 20 yeah. 20 20 something <laughs> romp re, right. re, re-examination of self 
So yeah, and definitely not a rump. <laughs> no, there's a lot of people who die in it. <laughs> many, many people get shot. Uh, it's just called Two Brothers is the name of this podcast. Hey, I'm Marcus. I'm James. Oh, well done. All right. <laughs> Only five minutes in again. Sure, sure. You know, we get to it eventually. <laughs> Better than the end. Yeah. Well, we have another uh, show that we've been watching. At least I have. I don't. I don't know. Did I, you? Yeah, I did put topic? it on there, and I thought maybe. Okay, so I I put uh, that we might talk about Watership Down because I sort of texted you. Have you seen it yet? Mm-hmm. Meaning the new Netflix version right. of Watership Down. Uh, <laughs> I know we've seen the animated. Um, well, this was animated too. I know we've seen the one from what early eighties. Is nineteen seventy eight. Was it really that, that mm-hmm. early? Okay. And then, uh, of course, you had the book. I think it was pretty well read, if I recall, your your copy. I didn't read it until uh, years and years later. I read it, oh, uh, was, right? was it two years ago? Yeah. I had Wait, never read it. Oh, did was that one of Mom's that she had read a lot? Oh, okay. I just assumed that you... I don't know she read it a also... lot. She read it thoroughly. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I just remember it being around, and I never read it. It was one of those, kind of like The Hobbit, where it, mm-hmm. I think I may have started it, and it just mm, was yeah. too dense for me right. at the time. So, I, yeah, I, I've never read it. Uh, I remember bits and pieces about the animated version, Yeah, just sort of the overall mood, and who, who was the crow? Pierre? Ra- uh, Raoul? <laughs> who was he? Uh, the, it, it's or a, Raven. Uh, I think he's a magpie. Magpie, oh. Or uh, he's, no, he's a, no, he's a seabird. He's a, isn't he an albatross? Oh, Some kind of seabird. Yeah, that's right. Why did I think it was a blackbird? Huh. Uh, it's Ka, I believe. That's probably why, because crows say Ka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, um, big water. Yeah. And um, Well, I thought that was an affectation in the film. But then mm-hmm. when you read the book, it's, oh, he really <laughs> really has that accent. Pig, <laughs> pig water. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you think? Or let's see, have you finished it? The, the I've not finished one? the first episode, so I'm barely started. Oh, it's a series. It's a series. Oh, yeah. I just a, thought it was a, another, just like remake of the film. Okay. No, no, it's a limited series, but um, ah. I, I'm obviously uh, more fleshed out, probably more from the book. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how much of the mythos they put in, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Adams, you know, builds out the mythology of yeah. the rabbits, the lapine mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, periodically throughout the book, and and you get a lot of tales of El Herrera, the the sort of proto rabbit, mm-hmm. as you go along, and they illustrate or or what do you call it? Uh, uh, they sometimes illuminate or at least go in conjunction with what they're experiencing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in their journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds really intriguing. Um, in the trailer. I like the animation they use for the mythos portions because uh-huh. they change it from the sort of uh, fairly realistic animation of the of the right. main characters of the main story, sure. and then they go into more of a yeah. It's it's the uh, shadow puppets basically. At yeah, least it okay. looks like like rod We're, puppets. Yeah, animated uh, mm-hmm. to look like those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> um, the the it strikes me that it looks a lot like England. Like they did a, a really good job with the sets. As it mm-hmm. were, the, mm-hmm. the digital scenery—that's um, mm-hmm. very true to mm. what I remember of England. Uh, it, yeah, I'm still only somebody at work. No other piece of media made me want to live in England more than that movie, mm-hmm. the, the 1978 film. Yeah, and that was, and it's barely, it's very cartoony, but sure. still, I, you get a sense of 
the the lushness of it the the richness mm-hmm. of life in in the country and it's the weird part is it's still a lot like that if you look at pictures people have taken of watership down itself you know adams used actual places around the, the yeah. geographical landmark that that, mm-hmm. that hill called watership mm-hmm. down uh in the in the book and you can go see all that yeah. stuff it's all sort of mapped out for you it's still there. yeah that's neat that, that town has did. not grown you know appreciably mm-hmm. uh, since since uh I don't know when he wrote it, the sixties uh, early late sixties, early seventies. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my goals. Uh, when I get there is to make a pilgrimage. I think I've said this, make a pilgrimage to watership down mm-hmm. the initial animate, the original animations, if you like for the Frith stories, the, the Frith and El Herrera stories of the film, which I don't know. There, there's one at the beginning and the end. Maybe there's one in the middle. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just bookended. Uh, mm-hmm. That that uh, that had a profound influence on my visual thinking, mm-hmm. uh, so like through to this day. Like even the the pieces that I'm doing now for this sort of new American mythology series, uh, yeah. those are uh, they're, they're profoundly influenced by that that cool. thing. I don't even remember who did it. Yeah, I was wondering if it would be a Don Bluth because it was no uh, so beautifully painted. But then again, I thought eh, it's not really. You're talking really about have the, his look the mythological sections or the the bulk of the. Film. Oh uh, no! I just meant the the uh, seventy eight film. I yeah. That's what you're oh, talking no, that's, about. No, it was kind of it was fairly cheap, uh, well animated, but not you know not richly animated like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very much more, I, you know, his style is a lot of a lot more Disney fied, more cartoony. Mm-hmm. Where these were, uh, you know, the more naturalistic proportions yeah. and true and looks, except for General Woundwort those. <laughs> Pretty insane-looking rabbit right there. <laughs> no doubt it'll be the same. Yeah, I am going to force a segue, okay. and uh, and and do my uh, my music share mm-hmm. for this week. A movement of a piece called "Dance Movements" by Philip Spark, who uh, is a British composer. Um, he does a, he's done a lot of stuff for a British brass band, um, and then he's translated it into a concert band. I'm not sure if he does orchestral stuff. He might Spark with an E on the end. Okay, and the 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 whole piece is great. I I love it very much. But but in particular, Lento for the brass is so beautiful, and it has this feeling of nostalgia. I kind of tear up, you know, when I let it get to me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about the emotions it conjures up. Here's a clip.
Right on. Yeah. And some somehow I feel like he really, not to be too literal, struck a chord within <laughs> me and, and just, mm, I can't get enough of, of hearing that piece. <laughs> it's a very brassy sort of <laughs> yeah, read. For the brass, <laughs> Did somehow. It, does it sort of, it, it reminded me of, um, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm blinking. Uh, uh, West Side Story. It, remind, it reminded me of Bernstein a lot. Yeah, you know, especially the um, the, the fourth movement. Yeah. Even that, though, there, there are yeah, a lot of yeah. sort of the, these tense moments, you mm-hmm. know, in between big numbers mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the orchestration is like, it, it, that's what it reminds me of. Not, you know, not so much dramatic, but, you know, uh-huh. it has a lento. Which, which means what? What is lento? Slow. Slow. Mm. Uh, so, w- w- how do you differentiate lento and largo? Well, lar- you know, largo, you enlarge it even more. Oh, I see. Um, so, I mean, that's how I do. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're both uh, kind subtle, of two sides of the same variations of yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, there's uh, there's an interpretive uh, aspect to all of those Italian sure. wor- uh, tempo. Words. You know, well, a otherwise range. the conductor would have nothing to do. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Might as well just have a big old metronome. Yeah, yeah. So I hadn't ever considered that it reminds me of Bernstein. Uh, <laughs> the, the the faster parts, I'm specifically thinking of the intro to the finale. Um, ah. When you, Right when you said that, it just popped into my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can, let's see, play a clip of the intro of that and then play the, a clip of... the fourth movement, you mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, the fourth movement is definitely well and truly Bernstein like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to put too much on Spark but uh, you know of, of someone else <laughs> another composer but, yeah um, well not the whole movement but but yeah in, in pieces and made intro. In the intro it's, yeah. it's uh, I mean there's a lot of um, who did the soundtrack for Charade uh, Henry Mancini are you sure I thought it was somebody yes. else absolutely um, oh, you, you know why because almost surely sure I always think it's Hitchcock and it's not mm. it's uh, Stanley Donan hmm uh, but the but the music I think is I think you're right no, 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 Mancini no, no, no. yeah. And after that clip, there you go. <laughs> that sort of um, mid-60s thing, you know, Pink mm-hmm. Panther has it, Charade has mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah. West Side Story, a lot, lot of those. Yeah, Mancini and Bernstein and... Com- Bernstein. Bernstein? Yep. Why do I say Bernstein? Well, uh, there Bernie. are other people. <laughs> Lenny. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lenny, yeah, good old Len. Or, I mean, you could insert the uh, maestro clip. I guess I screwed up, huh, Jackie? you damn right you screwed up. Where the hell did you get that damn bomb anyway? The maestro. The who? What are you talking about, maestro? My friend, he's a conductor. Oh, oh, oh. so a maestro tells you to put a bomb on and you do it while my stomach was burning. <laughs> yeah, Lenny. What about him? They they have a similar character. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this sort of echoey, <laughs> dramatic, you know, um, you know, single instrument things runs, if you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. That's why I think it reminded me of those things, while still yeah. being a contemporary piece. 
Yeah. So insert a clip of the maybe the first four notes of the dance movements finale, <laughs> and then the first four notes of uh, a clip from West Side Story that I will I'll give you, <laughs> okay. and uh, do a direct comparison there. There you go. Oh, so <laughs> you can't yeah, get more influential than that, if, uh, yeah. you know, or coincidental. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I haven't uh, haven't heard from him, but it very very well could be, because he's a, a you know a current composer. Uh, yeah, Philip Spark. I mean, he's yeah. been doing it for oh, I don't know thirty well, years, I mean, but at least I'm, but still, I'm a fan of Thomas Newman, and he's been doing it for decades. <gasps> he still does new stuff. Mm-hmm. Contemporary composer, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, since nobody cares, <laughs> nobody wants to hear my. Uh, Merzbau clip. <laughs> uh, I, I was uh, struck this week, um, as often happens, I just, I'll wake up with a song in my head, and it was mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell's Coyote yeah. from uh, Hegira. Uh, I think it's the lead track of Hegira. It, uh, it sounds like this. It's a circumstance I'm up all night in the studios in Europe Early on your ranch You'll be brushing out a broodmare's tail While the sun is ascending And I'll just be getting home with my real to real There's no comprehending Just how close to the bone and the skin And the eyes and the lips you can get And still feel so alone And still feel related Stations in some relay, you're not a, a hit and run driver, no, no. Racing away, you just picked up a hitcher, cruised around the white lines on the freeway. Mm-hmm. So there's the, the, the genius Jaco Pistorius. Uh, running bass uh, yeah. for that song as he did for several tracks on the album maybe um, I think he did this one and Don Juan's Reckless Daughter the follow up he played hmm. bass on both of those records mm-hmm. um, brilliant but divisive uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of Joni fans <laughs> don't like his uh, expressive noodling oh yeah on, on her songs but um, I, I just I really really keep running back to those if I listen to Albums, Hajira is is the one that I keep coming back to. Huh, that's interesting. Um, and then I noticed that, um, you know, that I think I mentioned this last week too, right? I started doing more uh, one or two pieces that have a coyote figure or a dog-like figure yeah. mm-hmm. in in the in the painting. In, yeah, um, in your uh, in your blog paintings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I started to run with it, and I've I've kept doing those, you know, for the past week, yeah. just one after the other. And they're, they're really, um, I don't know. I really, I really enjoy them. And I, I thought this was probably a good, um, initial series to do for the new American mythology stuff, not just one offs hmm. and not just improv things, but, uh, constructing a narrative, you know, I wonder with, with sorry. several of those paintings as, as its basis. 
I wonder if um, if you're also influenced in that in that vein through the Native American coyote mm-hmm. uh, fi- figure, sure, um, and its uh, uh, its portrayal as the as the uh, the trickster, right? It it'll be a little different. I don't I don't see that figure the way that they did. Yeah, so that if you like the new American mm-hmm. mythology that you might go to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the idea is that I'm not illustrating uh, uh, traditional myths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm making up new ones. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> that, was the, that was the idea. Taking some tropes, too obvious. <laughs> common to mythology, and then trying to evoke the same feelings, mm-hmm. but not um, not translate any uh, thing that's traditional. Like yeah. these are Native American myths, you know, illustrated or yeah, that's or too personified easy. or something. <laughs> Um, yeah. Also, potentially out of my lane. Certainly. You know, what? I, hey, hey, we're part Cherokee. Man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah. we can use. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, well, um, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested in trying to recreate those or claim any yeah. heritage uh, yeah. therein because it's right. just some. It's an. It's an interesting. Interesting footnote um, for the family history, but you know, we don't have a shred of <laughs> Cherokee culture. No, in our, in our upbringing. No, it was just kind of like, oh, really? Oh, there's a little more? Hey, what do you know about that? <laughs> no, but uh, because it was ha- only sort of found out by research rather yeah. than direct uh, um, right. oral was, knowledge. I guess it was kind of interesting that we were we grew up in the Southwest. Mm-hmm. That was, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of connection to Native American culture uh, here and about, mm-hmm. uh, often to having you know, destroyed those cultures, but, mm. uh, but a connection nonetheless. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that the family just, I guess, gradually moved westward <laughs> as right. they, as they went, not pillaging, but yeah, <laughs> moving, <laughs> no. moving through, making uh, their way, the way <laughs> yeah. they know how, Oh no, yeah, Oklahoma said, to Texas a, to <laughs> New Mexico to Arizona. Yeah. That's a terrible, uh, yeah. Don't insert clip of the Dukes of Hazzard <laughs> no. right there. <laughs> no, I was just reading a thing today <laughs> that, um, they burned up, they were they were using up um, ah, yes. sixty eight uh-huh. or sixty nine uh, chargers uh-huh. at such a furious rate that they had to employ aerial surveillance to locate <laughs> to uh, keep trying to find more to try to get them in in for painting <laughs> so they could jump them and wreck them. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, folks, don't try to jump over the ravines in your charger. No, because no. your frame is not going to be the same after that. <laughs> they, um, it's it's kind of interesting, especially from that era, that they didn't just reuse the same footage like so many shows. You know, uh, yeah, cut back to last week's Battlestar Galactica talk. <laughs> right. You know, just reuse. Yeah. The, you know the same. We would have. Been, I, well, it probably wouldn't have lasted as long as it did. Uh, uh, we would have rolled our eyes. Had, I'm sure. We yeah. Definitely yeah. noticed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or um, I'm sure there were once there were there were one two or three times that they did, but um, yeah, but not not so much that they were not you so know, much yeah struggling to to uh, <laughs> you know they were using up so many cars that they yeah. couldn't find anymore. Right. I'm reminded of the uh, what is it the um, what are those things when okay let me just tell you the example in the A team somebody gets blown up <laughs> oh. and he gets trampolined off you know through the explosion off into the, yeah. the stunt man gets blown away. It's not a trampoline though; it's a like a springboard or a, you right. know, um, anyway, what <laughs> they did use that mm-hmm. several times. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a little explosive bump to, to launch them off of yeah. the end of a ramp. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise, yes, you're, you nosedive pretty quickly. 
Mm -hmm. All the way to his, <laughs> all the way is in the front of a charger. <laughs> yeah, have to have Sorrel book in the in the trunk. <laughs> Boss Hog, everybody, that was Boss Hog's yeah. actor. Good old Sor <laughs> Sorrel Brook. It's is it book or book? No, it's book. Okay. <laughs> the uh, yeah, that's a real common one that I made for a long time. I was like, mm. wait a second, book. Yeah. <laughs> that's real book. Uh, yeah, nice guy by all accounts. Again, yeah. that's the trope. If you're a villain, you are a nice guy almost mm -hmm. all the time. <laughs> I I remember him. Um, I hardly ever remember him from the Dukes of Hazard anymore as Boss Hog because that one just doesn't come up. But I've seen um, What's Up Doc many many times. Ah uh, yes. And he was the uh, the semi bumbling house detective in the <laughs> sure. hotel in What's Up Doc, and he's hilarious in that. Yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> what what I do if she wakes up. You will say that you are smitten with her, and you will yeah. make passionate love to her. And you get super cringe. Couldn't I just kill her? <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of us growing up in the Southwest, <laughs> um, whenever uh, I drove through New Mexico, um, the people coming the other way would have their hand on the steering wheel. They'd give a little wave. Mm -hmm. Like, just raise their fingers up off the steering wheel. How'd you do? And everybody did it. Weird. Every single person. And now I'm not counting in the city, you know, but uh, if you're out, you know, driving on a rural road, which you would have to when you're going from Arizona to New Mexico, um, if you're not on I-10. Oh, uh, sure. And they, they all did it. It was all a thing. And it didn't huh. happen in eastern Arizona. It was a New Mexico thing. And maybe still is. I don't recall because it's been a, been a while. Um, but do you, you know, you, you don't recall any of that? I don't recall everyone doing it. I know. I know the motion you're talking about, mm -hmm. and I, I remember seeing it. I just didn't, I didn't know it was a, a, a state, uh, centric thing. It seems to me. Um, I I drove en enough times uh, as an adult to notice in the area, uh, mm -hmm. and I was wondering if you had any other um, sort of state or regional customs <laughs> like, uh. like that that you could think of that was. Um, it just seemed to be their thing. Not. Really, the head nod thing. What's up, man? Yeah, the, the head nod up. What's up? That's mm -hmm. a, definitely a California phenomenon, I would say. More more there than other places. Other uh, than, like, if you know, if you're in a, a, a more condensed environment, like a school or something, mm -hmm. you actually know people. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I can't think of any. If you want to send us an I email been in about many your, your uh, state or regional customs, <laughs> and uh, I, I did a parenthetical here, driving like a stupid idiot, doesn't count because that's universal <laughs> so uh that you can't don't, don't send those <laughs> <laughs> these people in my state bah! yeah maybe i'll do an ask reddit on on, <laughs> on that because mm -hmm. uh, I, i'm kind of curious because that's yeah. that's one that i, I well, that'd be good to know i still remember yeah i'd uh, be intrigued to see the response mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you were wondering um about singers who are these you know sort of reincarnation of whoever <laughs> Uh, right. Like Freddie Mercury or Janis Joplin yeah. or or whatever. So, do you count in the in um, the latest Bohemian Rhapsody film? Oh shoot, I'm drawing a blank. What's his name? That uh, that Rami Malek. very nearly hmm, what? Rami Malek. Yes, thank you, Rami Malek. Uh, very nearly reincarnated as uh, Freddie Mercury. He was. Uh, yeah, yeah, he looks great. I haven't seen him, but uh, he looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I have seen him in that role. I haven't seen the film. So. Right, same, same here. Yeah, right. I've seen seen clips and so forth, and he uh, got into the role very deeply, it seems, mm -hmm. very personally. 
it seems. I, I so why, thinking, why do you? Yeah, I was just thinking about specifically Mark Martell, who did a, when I don't know if they were auditioning for this film or the band. It was sort of loosely uh, put out there. Hey, you know, we're we're auditioning for someone. Um, but uh, Mark Martell did a video of him singing "Somebody to Love." Mm-hmm. That's uh, that was exquisite. It's <laughs> spot on. Right? Uh-huh. Is he multi-tracking himself? No, no. That it's just somebody to love. It's a straight vocal. Okay. Um, he did Bohemian Rhapsody as well as the mm. same thing, a straight, straightforward vocal without har- harmonies. Hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's he sounds amazingly like Freddie. Mm-hmm. But people inevitably say, "Oh man, he's the you know reincarnation of Freddie Mercury," uh. but failing to note that Freddie was a great songwriter at the same time. You know, there's sure, a crucial yeah, difference. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie wrote those songs. Yeah. He didn't just sing them. He's, he's not covering <laughs> somebody else. Yeah. So if you want to say somebody's the incarnation, reincarnation of, uh, you know, Prince or Freddie or David Bowie or whatever, you know, I want to, I want to see some genius songwriting to go with mm-hmm. it. You got to move forward, no. not to not just relive those, those <laughs> yeah, easily recreatable moments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know about easily, but... Uh, well, I mean, Bowie could act fa- fairly yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he was a, a, amazing, a stunning personality, right? And that mm-hmm. all comes across. Mm-hmm. It's not just the sound. Yeah. So, yay, From... ending on a rant. <laughs> this is what irritates me. Yeah. I'm David, old. David Bowie, from legend to Venture <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which he wasn't actually in, right? He didn't actually... They had oh, was that not him? Oh, I don't oh, think so. I, okay. I thought they did. No, I thought they I got him. So. Mm. I don't think so. That's a shame. <laughs> yes. I just you know want what to hear him do that one line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, oh, no way to go out. Oh, no way to stay in. Uh, and speaking of things that are a shame, <laughs> if you want to send us an email for reals about anything that we've covered <laughs> in the show or anything at all, yes. I would uh, uh, thank you to uh, Nathan Strong who sent us one with uh, about levers mm-hmm. after after the last show. Thank you very much. Uh, excellent. Well mm-hmm. uh, bros at it's just called two brothers.com. I mentioned, I neglected to mention the .com the last couple times, I think. Oh, you did? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, we don't care about such things. Well, I mean. We don't care about little things like finding our archives or, <laughs> or our actual address. Yeah. Bros at it's just called two brothers dot uc. <laughs> um, you can tweet at us at IJC2B and occasionally we'll we'll look at that account mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you blog every day at it's just called two brothers no I'm just kidding at uh, marcusharwell.com yes I do <laughs> still 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 do um, what, what was the thing I, get, I got a no I guess it wasn't hey, was it Twitter I got no, a feeling was, oh, no I got that's a, a different song that's shoot. another music clip <laughs> sure <laughs> Um, oh, it was on Twitter. Yeah, I got a, we got a couple likes on our or whatever tweet the, the Twitter version of likes are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're likes. Okay, on uh, episode or two ago. Hmm. So, all right. Hope, let's hope mm. those people evangelize. Uh, we <laughs> yeah. need to get some merchandise going at some point so people can sticker the hell out of their local light poles. Ooh, <laughs> like a QR code link to it <laughs> to the site. <laughs> yeah. I no, I didn't put that out there. I don't know what people do with my stickers. What? I... <laughs> I am not responsible. 
But you made them. Yes, what? yes, I live on this street. Uh, fine, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm just as surprised as you are. <laughs>